I want him to be Marlon's man. Do y'all know who that is? Is this one of the Wayne's brothers? Mm -hmm. Is that a Wayne's brother? Got a flag. Got a flag. It's all those cold winters, man. They just don't know what to do with themselves. I got a punch and fuck everything. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Time to find cheap, outdated jerseys like the one I'm wearing right. on eBay. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Seven a week. One size fits all. What about me? This don't fit on me at all. Episode 109 of Throw the Flag. We're rating the coaches again, guys. We're back. We're back. We're rating the coaches mm -hmm. this time of the Big Ten. We've been waiting for this for so long. This is Judgment Day. This is Judgment Day. Hankins, hit the theme. Rate me. Rate me, my friend. Rate me, rate me again. Am I six or four? Am I getting a cool statue? Are we renaming the stadium? Oh, I don't wanna be a Dun, 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 dun. If this was <laughs> dun 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 dun. If this was a okay. video, I would uh, I'd superimpose that uh, clip in T two where Linda Hamilton like her skeleton, where she's like, getting taken. licked by that one guy. Oh my god, <laughs> that's the scene you're talking about where she gets licked by the orderly. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I forgot about that. The orderly. The two hundred and something something bones of the human body. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Big Ten. <laughs> the Big Ten, including our favorite. Oft discussed team, mm -hmm. Illinois. Mm -hmm. S. Well, how does rating the coaches work? Well, I'm so glad you asked, Creel. And one of these days, I'm going to ask you to uh, uh, describe it. We this is our favorite segment of all time. Sweeping the nation used to be Stump Creel, mm -hmm. but then you couldn't be stumped except for that one time. Well, asterisk. <laughs> but now it's uh, now it's rating the coaches. Uh, every every off season, we we revisit the head coaches of the Power Five conferences, and we assign them a number. It used to be one through five, mm -hmm. because that would make sense. And one was the worst. One was the worst, because mm -hmm. it's an ascending order. Mm -hmm. But you know what? In the years that we've done this, uh, we've grown, we've learned, we've lived and loved, and now our rating system is zero to six. So number one is you're fired. Back up the moving trucks. So, we don't want you here anymore. Sure, get out of town. Don't gotta go home, but you can't stay here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And... If you were to say you're fired in a funny way, how sure. would you say it? Well, I know our president, Donald John Trump, 45, would say it like, you're fired. John's a boring middle name. It is, man. 
Uh, it'd be funny if his middle name was Justin. We need a President <laughs> Justin. We probably will have a Justin soon. Sooner or later. Yeah. Uh, I think Elizabeth Warren's middle name is Justin. So. Hmm. Uh, but if you're even worse than number one, if you're we we hate you so damn bad. I think I gave Mike Gundy. Uh, you did last worse episode. than a one last week. Mm-hmm. You're getting a brick through your window, which is a zero. A zero slash reparations slash reparations. Give us all the money we've 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 uh, paid you throughout your your salary. And if I was were to do a funny sort of quote in the style of Donald Trump, if you were to th- to build off of your fired, sure to build off your fired, a zero would be your window has expired. <laughs> Payment from you is required. If you are not fired, but we need you to make some serious changes in your coaching staff, you get a number two. That means fire the coordinators. They're fired. If we're staying the course with you, you're getting a number three. You're still hired. If you're a little bit better than that, we want to keep you around. We're extending the contract. That's a four. You're desired. If we love you so much, money is no object to you. We've given you all the money that you could ever need. We got to do a little bit something extra special for you. You get a five. We're building a statue for you. You're admired. And if you have all the statues in the world, iron, steel, paper, paper statue means nothing to you. We're going to rename the stadium, cementing your legacy. That's a number six. Literally cementing your legacy. Exactly. Uh, when you retire, <laughs> we'll build the stadium after you, sire. With that in mind, let's get started on the Big Ten. You know, you did such a good job leading us through this sure, last yeah, week. Yeah. Do it again. Let's start with those new coaches. So the new coaches in the Big Ten this year are at <coughs> Maryland and Ohio State. Let's start at Maryland with Mike Loxley, who is formerly the uh, Office of Coordinator for the University of Alabama. He's had previous coaching gigs in the past at New Mexico State where he burned the burned everything, burned goodwill, and then burned through a whole lot of losses where he went three and thirty or two and two and thirty two and twenty six over three seasons before he was fired. One and eleven, one and eleven, and zero oh and four. He was fired mid season New Mexico. But in that was you know six or seven years ago. So he sort of re upped his image by being a coordinator. So he's got his first real gig in a long time. Didn't he also like beat a secretary? There or was something, like that? something with a secretary, and then something with letting one of his son's friends drive a university car or something like that. So there was just. A lot that's of, unforgivable. A lot of off-the-field shenanigans, uh, you know, compounded the losses. It was just a bad fit. So he's re-upped his image. He's going to Maryland, which has had a series of off-the-field <laughs> incidents. Um, so for me, it's a three. Yeah. Hopefully he's learned and grown from his previous experiences as head coach. It's not a great situation, but it is sort of a, a, a weird fit. Maryland's new to the Big Ten. Uh, they've only been there for four or five years. They got Big Ten money. They just need to have a more competitive program. And Mike Loxley, he's 49 years old. If he, you know, wins eight, eight nine right. games That's a year. Right. <laughs> Whenever you get to the nine, the nine is the one So 49 digit. is riper than 38? A hundred percent. Oh, my God. I hate this show. Yeah, he's a three for me. Yeah, it's a three. I don't particularly care for this hire, but whatever, it's Maryland. 
The other, if he gets out of there without with if if all his players live through the season, it's pretty he's pretty good improvement. improvement. Um, the other new head coach in the Big Ten is Ryan Day at Ohio State, the former offensive coordinator coordinator taking over for Urban Meyer, uh, a, a gentleman with a name that I will always hesitate and ask myself, is that it really his name or am I making that up? Ryan Day. Uh, 39 years old. That's right. That's right. That is so, that is right. Uh, yeah, Ohio State taking a page out of uh, Oklahoma's playbook with, you know, uh, offensive coordinator taking over for uh, uh, one of the best coaches that they've had at the school. Uh, he's a three for me. I, you know, he went three and oh, mm-hmm. beginning mm-hmm. of last year. They're paying him four and a half million dollars. He's he'll he'll win ten games. The big the big ten sucks, so he'll win ten games at least. Yeah, had a good show in last year. Um, during his interim tenure, fine, whatever. I like you, Sean. We'll never remember his name. Mm-hmm. Ryan Day. Is Ryan that his name? Day. Well, let's cut to brass tacks. Oh my God! Here we so go. That's all the new head coaches. Those are the new head coaches. We are going to start alphabetically from here on out and go through the rest of the Big Ten. There are no schools in the Big Ten A through H. That's yeah, very interesting. Yeah, the very to me. first in ABC order is is the University of Illinois, coached by Lovey Smith, who is entering in his fourth season. He is sixty years old, not ripe at all. He was that ripe is, last year, though. Yeah. Ripe to be fired. Um, <laughs> he's entering his fourth season. He is nine and twenty-seven at the school. He currently God makes damn. top fifteen money. That's insane to me. At five million dollars a year. Um, I'm going to defer my judgment to you guys first. I want you guys to rate him, and then I will go through a sort of sure. Uh, give an explanation of why I'm rating him with this my rating. Be your time to shine after mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, last year. <laughs> Last year, you put a brick through his window. Yeah. The uh, year before that, I fired him. <laughs> the year before that, you fired him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hankins and I both uh, told... Clearly an agenda. <laughs> Clearly he has. Both told agenda. him uh, that he needs to fire his coordinators. Um, I am again saying you need to fire your coordinators. 4-8, and eight, of course, is an improvement on 2-10, and 10, but not by that much, um, you know... Did did they do something with Penn State? They almost beat Penn State or something like that. No, no, <laughs> no they were up. They were they were up, and then they they Penn State they, went like on a forty two zero run. They gave it like yeah. sixty three. Yeah. yeah, it was like forty two you know, points. It's it's, it's a like bit, that. and one of my one of my favorite bits <laughs> that we do on this on this uh, on this show. How much Hankins lives and breathes Illinois, and how mm-hmm. much Creel hates Lovey Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. Little Alana, that's what they call them. <laughs> it's fun to watch it happen before my very eyes. But I'm not going to lie. I, I'm so invested in this bit that I <laughs> I am prone to watch Illinois sure. games when they're on TV. Mm-hmm. And I root for them. Because you, you're not wrong too many times. But you definitely you definitely need to be wrong sometimes. And, and that has to come in the form of Illinois winning. So we're going to keep them around and fire the coordinators. Okay. Hankins, what say you? Um, We're going to stay the course. There was – we doubled our win total from the year prior. Uh, We improved one over over 2016. The program is heading in the right direction. 
What are we? Do- I mean, the ball bounces a couple different ways this year, and you fuckers are footing the bill for me to go to sunny uh, Sioux Falls, Idaho, oh, or, or wherever to whatever bowl game we would have made. It we would have forced you um, to go to that. He bowl is. Game. <laughs> oh, there would be no forcing. A bell zone, bell zone, beard on. That would have been my hashtag. Um, but he, it's it's Illinois. So, I mean, there's already a, a certain level of expectation. Mm. He has a Super Bowl pedigree. <laughs> looks immaculate. Super Bowl runner-up. I mean, just. Yeah, runner-up. Just looks great. Looks great. Um, and you get a player or two here. He's one dynamic player away from turning this whole yeah, thing you know, away. Pa- Do I think Lovey is going to challenge for the Big Ten title next year? Yes. No. But can he beat Indiana, Iowa, Minnesota, no, 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 Purdue, and no, Rutgers? No. Of course no, he no. can. And when he does, it will be a grand celebration. He's going to get this so, right. He apparently brought in some blue chip recruits this year. Uh, I think they only brought in like fifteen players or something yeah, like that. Yeah, for for it, blue chips, this is a recruiting prowess. Sure, for a program that's allegedly going in the right direction. Three years ago, forty six in the country. <laughs> Two years ago, fifty third. This past season, 59. So, can, can we go to the points per game for Illinois sure, in 2016 sure. and go 17? Go for it. Go for it. I, you know. <laughs> Lovey Smith, <laughs> Smith led Illinois, uh, scored 16 points a game in 2016 and 15 points a game in 2017. How did they win two games scoring 15 um, points a game? You know, I, I went through, I, I'll go ahead and do my spiel. So, do, Go so ahead. yesterday I spent about two hours of <laughs> combing through the past 20 years of Illinois' football history to sort of get a taste of the land. And as much as I respect Hankins of, you know, carrying out the bit, and I get it's a bit, the data does not support anything Hankins is It is scary said. that you spent two two hours yesterday because you are a 911 dispatch operator. That's true. And I imagine you did this at work. Yeah, yeah. I had a second monitor. and I, The second monitor was this. Sure. Okay. Um, so everything Hankins said is completely false, which which I hate <laughs> to say because I respect him. He is a lovely person. You, are, he, Hankins, but you really a, are. a lot of what he's saying is just for the bit, right? Person. And the bit needs to end today, <laughs> because in the past twenty years, we can all agree Illinois is not in the upper echelon of the Big Ten. I can't believe I'm looking at a spreadsheet of twenty years yes. of Illinois stats. Of Illinois they, football, they aren't. They aren't Michigan. <laughs> They aren't Michigan State. Mm-mm. They aren't Ohio State. They aren't Penn State. They're they are proverbially the s- second tier. But in the past seven or eight seasons, have descended from the second tier to the bottom tier of the Big Ten. Started from the bottom, and we're still here. And they are still there. <laughs> um, just just sort of as a brief history lesson, when the two thousands kicked off. Uh, Illinois was coached by a dude named Ron Turner who was entering in his fourth season in 2000. Couldn't pick him out of a lineup. Yeah, they weren't very good. In 2001, they had the year of all years. They had a 10-1 regular season, straight up won the Big Ten Championship. Unfortunately, could not go to the Rose Bowl because the Rose Bowl was host to the BCS Championship, so they got delegated to go to New Orleans to play Nick Saban in LSU. And they lost to LSU in the Sugar Bowl that, yeah. and finished the season ten and two, by far their best season in a long time. Sure. And even in this over and even this millennium, the best season they had was eighteen years ago. And after that, they went through sort of a, a hodgepodge, ragtag sort of seasons. After that, um, like I said, they aren't upper tier of the Big Ten. Uh, a lot of 
piddling seasons, but there there has been some success there, which I think needs to be remembered that it is possible to win at Illinois. And moreover, when their in-state rival, Northwestern, consistently does it oh at a much yeah. harder school to get into sure. with higher Absol- academic standards, Absolutely. it can be done and it is being done elsewhere. A couple things stand out as I look at 20 years sure, yes. of, of uh, obviously 2001, their 10 and 2 record where they lost to LSU in the mm-hmm. Sugar Bowl is their the best season they've had in 20 years, uh, 2001. Um, two things stand out to me. And one is I disagree with what you just said because, okay. I mean, I see a ten and two record, I see a nine and four record, seven and six, six and six during the Ron Zook era. Sure, he yeah. was not a bad coach. He was not. He's he, a great recruiter. He was definitely had top forty classes and even had like a top twenty class. Um, it, it can happen there. But you know, you're not seeing consistent winning seasons with any of these coaches. Uh, number two which is kind of going along with your mm-hmm. your shtick. I can't believe – and a lot of this is nature of how coaching salaries have increased. Sure. But, I mean, Ron Zook was the highest – well, the sec- they paid Ron Zook $1.5 million. To ba- start out. To start out. Mm-hmm. He got all the way up to 1.75 six years later. They paid Ron Turner $900,000. Mm-hmm. Tim Beckman, one point six. Bill Cubitt, their coach before – Lovey Smith, the one mm-hmm. year he was there, just under a million. I still can't get over the fact that Lovey Smith is making top 15. Illinois historically money. was not paying their coaches well at all. And then Lovey Smith somehow stumbled and bumbled into this <laughs> coaching position. And Super Bowl they, contending, Lovey Smith. Yeah, you know, there have only been, what, 54 Super Bowls, so like 108 <laughs> coaches. So he is one of 108 people to coach a Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, but how many of those people are alive? Sure. Um, but they opened up the bank for him, which which to me was a problem. I don't mind opening up the bank for someone who is a proven college college emphasis on college sure. football head coach that has had a track record of history of successfully running a program. Um, his days in the NFL were mired. Uh, he wasn't very good. He got to the Super Bowl. He made the playoffs like another one or two times. With Chicago, then he got the head coaching gig at Tampa Bay. Never even sniffed the playoffs. So there's a difference in opening up the bank for someone that that has the track history, and then just opening up the bank because because why not? Let's talk about bank. Let's talk about in the red, in the black. Because I am just now noticing yeah. this category that you put over here. Um, I'm assuming you only have you can only find I it was stats. very it's very hard to find information on athletic department revenue year to year the illinois athletic department turned a profit in 2011 this is the whole so volleyball softball badminton all the entire sports lumped together in 2012 they turned a profit yes in 2013 they turned a profit yes in 2014 they turned a profit yes in 2015 they broke even yes this was the year before lovey got there and got his sweetheart five million dollar deal in 2016, 2017, they lost more than $6 million per year. Yeah. And you can chalk that up to paying a head coach $5 million. Sure. So in addition to the athletic department not being <laughs> profitable, I'd like to present as another exhibit the average attendance at Illinois football for the past 20 years. They've spent $15 million on nine wins in three years. Yes. Keep that in mind. So not only is it 
just dollars and cents doesn't make sense to give somebody who's sure. a state employee, the highest paid employee in the entire state of Illinois, this chunk of change. But it's not even producing wins. It's not getting good recruits. It's not even getting butts in the seats. No. Um, in the early 2000s, Sold a lot of beer. Illinois <laughs> was averaging about 55,000 fans in a 65,000 seat arena. That's, you know, 80, 90%. Sure. Ever since Lovey has been there, he has posted in three seasons the three lowest attended seasons in Illinois football history in the past 20 years. <laughs> no, that first year he had 44,000. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, so he, he, the past two years. Past two years. Past two years have been the absolute lowest. Yeah, what's capacity at the Carrier Dome? Or uh, currently, it is 60,070 seats. Uh, so 36,000. Wow. Two, the past two seasons, not great attendance. No. Which means... Did you just say at the Carrier Sean, Dome? Sean, Sean did say Syracuse at the Carrier, is the it's, carrier it's Dome. This, it's like Soldier Field <laughs> in Champaign, Illinois. I, I, I get Syracuse <laughs> in Illinois. So, poor attendance, colors, poor results. I guess it's colors. Poor recruits. Yeah, colors all around. But according to Hankins, this is all going in the right direction. (laughs) You can't even give me Hankins that graduation rate is high at Illinois. He's he's making men out of men because I looked up that stat too. And of the fourteen teams in the Big Ten, the past two seasons, he's ranked tenth out of the Big Ten in graduating players. Also, that's not last though. (laughs) True, it is not last. But I also hearken you back to <coughs> offensive points per game. No rapes either. Defensive points per game. <coughs> offensive efficiency. Defensive efficiency. At best, they float around being in the top, right around 100 in both categories across three years. So in a division of 125 teams, he is 100th. Yet you're paying this dude <laughs> top 15 money for having terrible attendance, terrible results. Contract two years at the end of the season. And they also extended his contract. To me, it makes not only makes no financial sense to pay somebody this high. You could pay any Joe Schmo $2 million and get the same results. The three this, of us, we'd probably win more than nine games in, a, in three this, years. This is not a program <laughs> on the right track. This program has fallen on hard times. And and I and I I just want to make it clear that this program lives on they, hard they, times. They they are in Ohio this State. Hard times you, hard but times. it's it's a program that every one out of three years should be sniffing a bowl game. Sure. And under Lovey's tenure, they aren't even sniffing a bowl game. They are historically sniffing poor. Their own butts. And they're for whatever reason they're running in the red now. And this is times of financial boon for college football. Yeah. With TV deals. Uh, and all types of money that are just people want to see this product. It is more popular than ever, and at Illinois they can't even get to two thirds capacity. So for for you to say that it's a program in the right direction, I, I don't see how it is. I don't see how you can stay the course with this guy, <coughs> or even want to fire the coordinators. This is this is long overdue, and it needs to end now with this brick that I'm holding right here. Oh no, being mailed. Oh, no. <laughs> to somebody who will throw it through his window. Is it a hate crime if you do it, it for is. a black coach? And, you know, I, I don't want to get into race, but <laughs> you can you can criticize someone that is of color for their performance, and you, it's not racist. You can say that Lovey Smith's entire career has been a hate crime against football. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but you have said it. Um, I'm going to say there's a lot of shitty coaches that we've mm-hmm. rated on this program. That's true. 
a lot of them who are overpaid. That's true. Not once has he dug his heels in <laughs> and done this much research for anyone else. So I'm just going to say, I know what you did to Kevin <laughs> and I'll never forget. I was also uh, one of the people that beat up Jesse Smollett, too. Oh, man. I was in on that. <laughs> you were holding the bleach. Um, I, you know, college football uh, pregame shows, uh and that, that is Game something day. I do want to say. The media, they give this guy a pass. They do. I, I don't understand why. This is terrible. <laughs> Free, you are the it's media. liberal media. Yeah. Sorry, but... Yeah, yeah it's, like, it's like when Fox News makes fun of the media and they're like the biggest... Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, college football, their pregame shows, etc., they they have a lot of dumb segments. Uh, Lou Holtz's, like, Ask the Coach sure. or Dr. Lou. Those come to mind, mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know... Uh, Marcus Spears has, has done a lot. Those are still enjoyable, though. Um, I would pay money to see Creel in a courtroom setting defend <laughs> or like make the case against a coach each and every week, and you have to call it. I'll allow it, but watch yourself, counselor. With that's Matt pretty Creel. good. I, I do wish that if I had more time and more access to advanced statistics to have a much more thorough analysis. I think you did a fantastic job. Because I think if, if I could get the ESPN stat gurus and the sure. bear or somebody yeah, if you had the resources, absolutely. To, to, to get behind this, to really show that this is a program that's in decay and this isn't the person that, they, that needs to be leading it out of the decay. This isn't the guy. No. He's 60 years old, which we've established is not right. It's not right. His offenses is his offenses are always in the 100s. His defenses, his alleged uh strong point, he's a tough defensive coach. Uh this past year had his worst defense on record, 126th out of like 127 Division 1 teams. <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> There's not Please one bright point. Please get rid of this guy. And he should pay back this money because it's not worth a single. It's cent. a lot of money, man. You got you have coaches like turning down bonuses and incentives, and Lovey Smith is like he's like giving give me more, and they for whatever reason give him more. So Hankins won't get off of his three. Can I get you to downgrade from a two to a one after looking at all this this data? Do you think he deserves to be fired? So convincing. I'm I'm down I'm gonna fire him. Yes. My work here is done. So we have a zero from me, a one from Sean, and a three from Hankins. Like it's it's not even enjoyable for me, Hankins anymore. I don't wanna carry on the bit next year of sending you to a bowl game because I don't want to reward you for for dying on this pedestal of yours this is the hill hankins is gonna die on. <laughs> for me what what really sold it is is just you know and you mentioned this last week and this is the first i noticed it the uh the fact that he had that he is making top 15 yeah. money yeah um you see a lot of five millions sure um especially in the big 12 especially in the sec it's nuts to me that lovey smith is making basically four hundred thousand dollars a month yeah that's and there have been worse coaches at Illinois. Yeah. But Bill Cubit. They fired Bill, him after a year. Yeah. They they've had people that have been trying to cover up medical issues. Uh that's why they fired Tim Beckman is he didn't want his players to report they were being hurt. Oh yeah. There are 
he, he's as far as Lovey, I guess if I had to give him a, a, a strong selling point, he's not doing anything illegal There's or no unethical. Scandals. There's no scandal, so he's clean. Except for the scoreboard. Except scandal. for the scoreboard, which is a big scandal. But they, they <laughs> fired Ron Zook for starting out the season 6-0 and and then losing six in a row. And Lovey Smith, uh, two years ago, started out 2-0 and and then lost his last 10. So just saying, there have been... There haven't been losing streaks as bad as Lovey's. Full stop. And Illinois has not been the same since 9-11. I'm just going to say that. They have not. <laughs> they were they were fighting for the troops that year and went 10 and 2. I don't even want to do any of the rest of these coaches anymore. That was that was satisfying. <sighs> that was very satisfying to get Sean to downgrade him. That's all I ever wanted. Oh, uh, Hankins, any, anything, anything to add? always next year. <laughs> All right, let's go to Indiana here. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be a letdown. Indiana, Tom Allen. It's, it's <laughs> More power. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this is going to be his third year. <sighs> so his the, name is Tom Allen, which is similar to Tim it's Allen. It's very close to Tim Allen. Home improvement. and Last man standing. Oh, yeah. The, the Santa Claus. Bring him back. Um, jungle to jungle <laughs> 10 and 15 in just over two years at Indiana um back to back I don't care if you're Indiana back to back five to five and seven records is pretty tough um you gotta you gotta fire the coordinators um it it is Indiana 10 and 15 it's it, it no no results you're only paying them 1.8 but you know, you, you got to do something next year, otherwise you're gone. I agree. This is a uh, Illinois and Indiana are in the same division, the West Western Division of the Big Ten, which there isn't a whole lot of sizzle at the top. No, it's there is an opportunity for a lower tier team to be competitive, make it to the Big Ten championship game, as Northwestern did this past year. Yeah. Um. So these results at Indiana for me just aren't moving the needle. I'm firing this guy, giving him a one. <laughs> God. But the good thing about Indiana Shit. is they're only paying this dude $1.8 million and in two seasons has more win than Lovey has in three seasons. You know, I'm, just, lo- I'm, just looking, at, I'm looking at the, the scores to come from Ukraine. This is a scorched fucking earth. Yeah, we are cleaning house in the Big Ten. <laughs> so this guy gets a one. We are straight up fire in this guy. Hankins. And a lot of it has to do with his name being two first names. So, oh, yeah. You don't like that. Don't like that. You don't like that. I mean, it's a two because it, it's, it's stupid Indiana. It's stu- It could be a three and it wouldn't matter. Um, they're stupid Indiana. Um, but yeah, fire the coordinators. They had that run. I can't remember if it was last year or the year before where they would be doing, I think they did some of this last year. They did very well in the first half and they mm-hmm. just could never mm-hmm. see it through. Um, so, you know, get them boys, coach them up a little bit. So they've, they've got some players that can compete. Get somebody in there to help the coach and maybe they can turn it around. Sounds good. So let's move to Iowa. Kirk Ferentz, the dean of the Big Ten. I got some things to say. He's been there since 99, <laughs> which was a ripe year. It was a ripe year. He is 63 years old. His overall record uh, is 151 and 101. His past three seasons, 8 and 5, 8 and 5, 9 and 4. He is a stalwart. He's been there forever. Plays gritty defense. Offense is always kind of unimaginative. For me, it's a three. We're just going to stay the course with this guy. Hankins, what are you doing with Kirk Ferentz? Uh, you know, he is it's as good as it gets. You know, uh, about Schmidt, 
Jack Nicholas movies. <laughs> Jack um, Nicholas. <laughs> Dorf on golf. I'm going to ex- I'm going to extend the contract just because I think he should be there until he decides not to coach. They're not going to do any better. He's not going to do any better. Let's just fucking let's make it real, girl. Just make it real with each other. Keep this ba- keep the train rolling. <clears throat> I'm giving Kirk Ferentz three with an asterisk. Oh, this is new because. If you fire somebody and build a statue for them at the same time, oh. it averages out to a three. I am tired of hearing <laughs> about okay. Kirk Ferentz, pink locker rooms, dean of college football. The waving at the hospital. <laughs> He's 152 and 101. <laughs> that he has That's nothing to thirds, do with. 67%. That's consistently eight win seasons. Yeah. Why is Iowa mentioned in the same breath as like i mean they're 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 a, they're a traditional school sure, they're yeah. supposed to be a football school i can't remember the last time i've ever thought about heard about their basketball sure. program yeah anything like that kirk kirk <clears throat> Ferentz has been there for more than 20 years uh that's great he's an iowa guy whatever but when have they been worth anything they had brad smith 20 years ago yeah i mean you're right it's do they care about doing anything in the Big Ten? Like, now is the time to strike. You're right. You have Michigan, who's consistently going to be overrated. You have Ohio State, who this might be a turning point in their program. Ryan Day might flounder. You have James Franklin, who's going to, thankfully for every other team in the Big Ten, be there for another 10 years. Um, you have Michigan State underperforming. You have every single team underperforming. Now's the time to get somebody who can actually win games, who can actually get into double digits maybe crack into the playoffs one year. But no, you're going to let Kirk Ferentz sit around until he's 70 fucking five. Mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. going to pay him $5 million mm-hmm. a year to win six, seven games a year. So you are building a statue and firing him in one to fell swoop. To get him swoop. out the fucking door. Here's your fucking statue because it's apparently all you ever want. You don't care yeah. about winning games. You That's just true. care about being on the fucking sidelines for two fucking decades. Fuck <laughs> you. Get the fuck out of my face. Man, he is he's more the, agitated the than I was. really brought it out of you boys. <laughs> my God. I think what a, a lot of what Sean is saying is correct. This is the third straight team in the Big Ten West that just sort of doesn't take control of it. You can do it. Everybody's just looking at their dicks. We're going to get to Nebraska in a little bit, but I think Nebraska is going to take that position eventually. Yeah, Um, But I agree. It's just the dude's been there for 20-something years. Offense always piddles around, throws it to the tight end, and runs it up the middle. That's it. uh, Last week, uh, I I gave my Gundy a zero Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because... It's embarrassing. You know, he's been there for 11 years, however many years, and it's just the same same story every single year. It's the same shit with Kirk Ferentz. Um, You're right. And if I if I bleed black and yellow, whatever their fucking colors are, if they have some fun name Mm -hmm. for yellow, I mean, I'm I'm annoyed. I'm tired of Kirk Ferentz. Get out of here. Yeah, it's time for the new generation. That's what you're saying. Give me a 40 year old, maybe a 39 year old ripe person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 40 is not ripe. Give me, give me a 39-year-old. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to uh, to the Eastern Division with our very first team with a tenured coach, Jim Harbaugh at Michigan, who this past season was right on the precipice of making the playoff until they shit the bed against Ohio State and then followed it up with shitting the bed against Florida to end the season at 10-3. and three. They shit the bed so hard against Ohio they State. They did. They did. They were the worst favored, favored to win, games. I think. They were. And they almost <clears throat> lost to North- Northwestern. They did. So 10-3 and three this past season. Fo- that was followed <coughs> by 8-5 and five in 2017, and then 10-3 and three in, ten in, in 2016. 
Uh, the Jim Harbaugh experiment. The dude makes $7.5 million. That's so much money. That's a ton of money for no Big Ten it's championships. percent more than what Lovey Smith makes. No playoffs. Um, no Ohio State wins. So what say you guys on your judgment of Jim Harbaugh? Hankins, go ahead and take this. <laughs> we all have our pet project. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I hate him. He's dumb. And this is it. Um, I can't fire him yet because, again, he, he puts up big numbers in the win columns. It's just wins that typically don't matter much. The ones that matter the most, he loses. Um, and eventually that will be what comes to get him. But right now, it would be dumb to fire him given that the conference is in a state of flux. But somebody has got to go. He blows it every year. The The longer the season goes, the shittier this team gets. Um, every year they're going to revamp this, they're going to do this, and they wind up doing the same shit. And he thought that uh, fucking Shea Patterson was the answer to yeah. rejuvenate the offense and change everything around. He's never beaten Ohio State. He would have gotten the Bill Curry inaugural brick through the window two years ago if he'd been at Alabama, which tells you a lot about Michigan. So it is a two for me, but it is a two that if you don't beat Ohio State this year, and a, I'm going to give him one loss. He's ele- He gets 11-1 and one this year. Or he's fucking fired. Yeah, I think I'm going to downgrade him. I originally had him at a three. Well, now I'm going to keep him at a three because the losses this year, the Ohio State loss, <clears throat> unforgivable. Inexcusable. Very, very much so. Uh, they also lost to Notre Dame, who made the playoffs. Yeah. And then they also lost to Florida, which, eh, that was also a bad loss. Who knows? That's a weird, so, crazy I don't know if I should keep this guy as, as a, at a three. I, I do want to decrease his salary. 7.5 wins. So $7.5 million. Dollars with no results. I'm going to downgrade it to a two because that is so much money. But well, 10 wins is good, but they they aren't consequential wins. Yeah, you know, last year. No, go ahead, Hankins. Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, Oklahoma, USC. Um, Iowa, don't forget Clemson Iowa. Clemson now. Um, Miami, Georgia State. Yeah. yeah. Should all get 10 wins every year. That's true. The ten wins is not a thing. That's that's not a mark of anything. It's the mark of a big program doing what a big program should do. So I can't I can't give him a lot of credit for it um, because it just means you're doing what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Um. You know, last year uh, Creel and I both had him fire as coordinators. Hankins, you fired him outright. The ten and three <laughs> season is clearly. <laughs> done, done something to you know increase the standing with us, but for me he's a two point seven five. Okay, because I'm not gonna ask two point five for me is fire one coordinator. Sure, two point seven five. I'm still not ready to to do that because thirty five points a game that's that's gonna get you something in the Big mm-hmm, Ten. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he's bringing players. It's gonna get you three losses. <laughs> He's had two top ten recruiting uh, years in the in the last three years. Um, I can't fire anybody after a ten win season. I don't care. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I, yeah. I I understand that you know all three of those losses were pretty bad. Um, but sixty seven and thirty five in four years at, at well, that's at, the Stanford. Stanford's in that too. Oh, uh, yeah, he's 38 and 14. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. 38 yeah. and 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, 38 and 14. I mean, that's, you know, on average, 
you know, 75%. I like Jim Harbaugh just because I liked him when he was with the 49ers, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, this is it. This is the last year. I'm, so the 2.75 means what? Means I, I'm not comfortable with staying the course, sure. quote unquote. Yeah. But you want some of that money back, maybe? Give me some of that money back, mm-hmm. baby back ribs. But like you've got, he's got one more year, and I'm with Hankins. If it's if it's ten and three, then we're gonna we're gonna figure out a way to to not make you look like an asshole. But you got to get out of the door, otherwise you're just gonna be Kirk Ferentz. Yeah, that seems fair. Uh, let's move down the road from the University of Michigan to Michigan State. Mark D'Antonio, 62 years old, has been there since 2007, so 11 seasons. Currently makes four point four million dollars. Um, past three seasons: two thousand sixteen, three and nine. Oof, my goof. Two thousand seventeen, ten and three. In this past year, seven and six. Eighteen point seven points per game this past year. Abysmal, abysmal. <coughs> Even though your defense has given up seventeen to only score eighteen, terrible. Second worst in the in the conference. Not an exciting brand of football. They scored a touchdown less per game than Illinois. Yeah, that's terrible. That is inexcusable, which is why part of the reason why last year I wanted to straight up fire this guy. I gave him a one. Uh, He's getting a brick through the window this year. You got to pay me some of that money back. It's not just Mark D'Antoni. It's a lot of the Michigan State sort of covering up of the alleged abuse, which isn't alleged anymore. It is 100% happened. They have, they're very tone deaf. Anybody that's sort of gives a sound bite sounds creepy and insensitive to. The uh, horrible things that happen there. Um, so for me, it's throwing a brick through the entire athletic department's <laughs> window on whatever Their collective window. Yeah, there's a window here for football, and then three inches away from the, that, there's the basketball window. Then the gymnastics. Yeah, window, the, then ad, the, window. the admin. You are throwing a brick through, through all, all of those windows. Yes, we're getting everybody clean house. Clean house. Everybody needs to clean house. Uh, Penn State did it when they had their issues. Michigan State needs to do it too. Get rid of this joker. It's terrible football. He's too old, and everyone around him is changing. What was Get that rid of him. Showtime at the Apollo show. You're like that clown that comes out and sweeps the uh, bad comedian away. <laughs> Sandman. The Sandman is the clown. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Hankins. Didn't know you were producing an A&E biography on it. <laughs> it's an oral history. Mark Sandman. <laughs> so what do you guys, do you, do you give, do you give uh, yeah. Antonio a second it chance was, or not? I was ready to, yeah. but just after I did my Michigan analysis... Mm-hmm. And I thought about a lot of what D'Antonio has succeeded in the last couple years is beating Michigan. Then I thought about how that really isn't that impressive. And couple that with all the scandal and couple that with just old shitty football and couple that with what he did to my one in, to the radio uh, broadcaster whose name escapes Sandman. me right now. But there's a rant where <laughs> Sandman, <laughs> there's a radio clown that did a rant one time about how upset he was in a Michigan game and he's losing his mind and he's just going crazy and he just keeps yelling, uh, he left the set quarterbacks out there on dinghies and he let fat boy get in him halftime and feed him pudding again. Uh, because of that, you got to go D'Antonio. Yeah. You know, I, I think I had him at a three. When we started recording, yeah. but I fired him last year, and the seven and sixteen uh, season is not getting him any. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm firing him again. Uh, 
when all you have to hang your hat on is that like last minute win on the block punt against Michigan four yeah. years ago, yeah. it's yeah. it's nuts. And you know, I keep going back to this like average wins, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. 107 and 51 since 2007. That's losing a game at one out of every three games. Yeah, it's going two and one every year. That's, every three. That's unacceptable. And I mean, I can't get a, get away under nineteen points a game. How impotent is your offense if you are scoring? You can't even break into the twenties. Very impotent. Even Lovey can break that, and we know he is flaccid as they come. God, not in seventeen and sixteen. <laughs> God. All right, who's next? Who's next? We are moving back to the Western Division of the Big Ten. P.J. Fleck, rowing the boat at Minnesota, has just finished his second season. Um, he is 38 years old, close to peak ripeness. Sure, peak. Never he's not a girl. pink enough yet, <laughs> so he's just a little... He's not pink enough? Oh, yeah. my God. So he makes currently $3.6 million, and he's going to be entering his third year. His first year, two years ago, went 7-6. and six. This past year, five and seven. I will let Sean rate him first. You know, I say this every time we talk about PJ Fleck, and that's I was shocked when he he was the hottest coach in the country, coming from Central, white hot white, Western pink, Michigan, pink hot, pink hot, coming from Western yeah. Michigan, uh, and he chose Minnesota as <laughs> as <laughs> as his destination. Sure, uh, you know, th- going from seven and six to five and seven isn't great. I'm going to give him another year. Um, I typically am going to run him down every time we talk about him, mm-hmm. but I did like his response to what Jerry Kill uh, just said about him. Oh, what did Jerry Kill say? Jerry Kill came, and Hankins can, Hankins probably... Did he have the heart attack read before he said article. it or after it? Uh, <laughs> during. Uh, Jerry <laughs> Kill basically you know, came out and said, uh, PJ Flex all about him, he's not about his players, blah, 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 blah. And... They asked Fleck about it, and Fleck just said, you know, I'm focused on the team, and, you know, for anybody who's, uh, you know, saying that I'm I'm not focused on the players, that's the only thing I care about, something like that. So That's pretty classy. I'll give him a three. It's Minnesota. You know, if, if you don't win eight games next year, then we're going to start looking at you, but hmm. three. All right, Hankins, what do you say about rowing the boat? It's a three just because – there's no reason to fire him right yeah. now because you are Minnesota. But man, do I want to throw a brick? Not through his window, just at him. I want to hit him. With <laughs> you a do brick. not like him. Um, I hate him. I hate. I hate PJ Fleck almost as much as I hate Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> um, and probably, actually, probably more so because Harbaugh is mostly for football reasons. Um, PJ Fleck, I just hate because of his dumb face and his stupid antics and how high he zips up his jacket. He's, and the he's fucking your Mike Gundy. Row the boat. Yeah, he really is my Mike Gundy. That's really good. Like just everything about him, I hate. It's a three, but uh, because he chose Minnesota, and I think he should have to stay there forever. <laughs> you all make pretty good points of just staying the course with this guy. I have given him a two. Because they went 5-7 and seven this year, and the reason they didn't make a bowl game is he is one of the losses. One of his losses was inexcusable to <laughs> Illinois and Lovey Smith. If they win that game, they go to a bowl game and everything looks good. So that is an instant deduction from a 3 to a 2. An inexcusable loss to a terrible team. <clears throat> so that's it's a 2 for it's me. Not good. you got to fire somebody for losing to Lovey. You're fired. You're fired. Fi- they're fired. Who's next? Up next, we have uh, Scott Frost at <laughs> Nebraska. 
This past year, they were a bit snake-bitten. They could not win for shooting themselves in the foot. Their place kicker missed the ball that one time. Yeah, it was the the total Charlie Brown and Lucy kickoff. Um, They finished the year 4-8, which is definitely not uh, great at all. Um, He makes $5 million. Uh, He's coming off his run at UCF, where they went 14-0 national championship. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, hit, hit kind of a brick wall this year and couldn't really get the wins going, but sort of turned things around in November to somehow uh, make get some wins out of a season that could have really ended even more poorly than this. Uh, for me, it's a three. We're just going to stay the course. I, I, there has to be someone to rise up in that division and take control because Wisconsin... Northwestern. Yeah. Who, else, who else is going to be up there? I think Nebraska can do it with the right person. I think he is the guy. Um, yeah, I, I, there's no reason for me to hate Scott Frost, mm-hmm. aside from the fact that he coached at UCF. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was actively rooting for them to lose every single game this past season. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went 0-6. Uh, they finally... Was Illinois their first win? No, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> Minnesota was their first win. Mm. Uh, then they beat some, you know, I don't know what B hyphen CU is. It's some, you know, Division Six mm. school. Uh, they almost beat Ohio State. Bethune Cookman. Oh yeah, yeah. They they gave Ohio State a pretty good run, and if not for that, that muffed yeah. onside kick, they would have had pretty good control. They beat Nebraska fifty four to thirty five. They, they beat Illinois uh, fifty four to thirty five. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> and then. Uh, their their penultimate game of the season was a just they slept walk through a game with Michigan State beat them nine to six. Hmm. Um, I mean, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, sorry they 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 beat them six to nine sixty nine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I'm Scott Frost, I need to make. I understand that it's his first year. He took over an abysmal program. Uh, a, 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 shell of what it used to be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you i'm giving him a 2.5 because you need to fire one of your coordinators flip a coin i don't care who it is just to make the other coordinator worry that if he doesn't produce in 2019 it, shit's going yeah. down then, you're not afraid to pull the trigger i mean you know <laughs> you're making five million dollars you didn't even get a, a million dollars per win yeah. this past season you're probably going to win more than four next next season, but something's got to change immediately because that's embarrassing what happened in 2018. I mean, I think this was more of a referendum on the program that Nebraska had become, that it was him. I also rooted against him and took great delight in their shittiness because, you know, it's always good to see a former national champion get their comeuppance. Yeah. Um, stay the course this year, but I will be back to judge heavily next year. I think you're right, year. yeah. Next year, we'll see what they can do this year. If someone's got to rise up. That's all I want. Like, rise up Atlanta. Just somebody Hashtag. rise up in this division. Give, give me somebody that can go 10-1 and one every year. I guess that means you're giving up on Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm done. Uh, but before we go to Wisconsin, we are going to go to the best damn school in Illinois, <laughs> Northwestern, with Pat Fitzgerald, who has been there since 2006. Love the guy. He is homegrown. He's a homegrown son, played there, whatnot. He's been coaching there for 14 years. Yeah, he's been there since he was like 30, 31, something like that. Yep. Um, as far as like offensive and defensive prowess, they aren't... 
they aren't great, but they no. can still win football games, which is what I'm trying to say about Illinois is you can do it. You just got to get the right person in there. Um, so this past year, they went 9-5. and five. They made it to the Big Ten Championship and got rolled by Ohio State. Yeah. But still winning the division is nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, even if it's that division. Even if it's that division. So for me, I am extending the contract. I'm going to stay the course with him. I think one day he's going to have a statue whenever he decides sure. to leave. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, Northwestern is Northwestern. And I'm I'm keeping, you know, I'm staying the course with him for the same reasons why I'm shuffling Kirk Ferentz out the door. Mm-hmm. Because Northwestern, they're not Iowa. <laughs> they're not Michigan. They're not Ohio State. And thank God they're not Illinois. Great J school. Great. Yeah, thank God they're not Illinois. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, you said this when, <laughs> when you made your case against Lovey Smith. It's they're a they're a nerd school. Yeah. They ninety nine percent graduation rate. The, the, so I mean, for for that to happen with their football program to be, you know, the past three years especially, you know, they had ten wins two years ago. Uh, it's Duke with more wins. That's yeah. what it is. Stay the course on Pat, mm-hmm. Pat Fitzgerald. I don't think Free's assessment is. I, I think his assessment is fair. I'm not going to extend the contract just because I don't think anybody's coming after him. Yeah. So it's just going to stay the course. I think that's fair. Um, up next, we have hot and cold James Franklin at Penn State. Mm. Uh, 2016 and 2017, 11 win seasons this past year. They took a step back, went 9-4. and four. Um, What say you guys? Um, if I was the athletic director, I'd, it'd be a brick through his window. But I'm not. <laughs> last year we all we all gave him fours. Hankins and fives. built a statue for yeah. him last year, which is wow. I did, Oof. I did. He got he got he guided them out of the yep. darkness, and then decided to turn the fucking light <laughs> um, himself um, by opening his dumb gob and fucking losing. I mean, he posted two back to back eleven win seasons, um, and then went nine and four this year without the benefit of Saquon Barkley. So, and he's just he's so fucking stupid. Yeah. Not like stupid football wise, but he's just an ass. He's just a dude who I don't like yeah. now. Um, he he said he does all the, like you know, coach speak kind of goes in categories. There's the the regular shit that we're all used to. Then there's like the Saban shit that is a little more edgy, but you know he's got enough victories to back it up. And then there's the Franklin shit where he says crazy shit with no. And he's not earned any equity to say like, oh, you know, we're not a great school, but we're going to get all that dumb shit he said. Yeah. And then Bale- and he constantly somehow, he always sort of backhandedly blames his players for yeah. everything. I just hate him. He better fire some coordinators because if they pull this shit next year, it's his ass that's getting a brick at it. Yeah, uh, I'm giving him a 2.9 because, you know, 9 and 4... That's whatever. That that is that is a Penn State season. Mm-hmm. Back to back eleven win seasons. Um, <laughs> it's great. Forty five and twenty one isn't awesome uh, in five years, but uh, you know, like Hankin said, he brought him out of the darkness. Um, I am giving him a two point nine because the only person we're not staying the course on, we're keeping the coordinators. We are firing the person who is in charge of. Not letting him talk and not mm. letting him tweet because mm. that person is not doing their damn job. Um, it also fire the person who said that Trace McSorley's foot was broken yeah. in yeah, the bowl then, game. Yeah. Fire yeah. that one. Too. I just it, it's it's I can't say anything better than what Hank has just said. It's he's he's embarrassing. He's not Mike Gundy level. He's but like he he's if I'm a Penn State fan, I'm not 
I'm tired of him already. I don't care how young, how quote unquote exciting he is, how yeah. he just randomly tweets the next school he plays is the name of the next school over and over again because that's all he's focused on, etc. Like, yeah, get yeah, the hell out of here. Put down the phone, Donald Trump. Am I right? Just, oh, just man. coach. Just, hey, just govern. Am I right? Uh, me for me, this this one's kind of tough because I wanna fire some people. But <laughs> last year, last year we opened up the bank because he had those back-to-back t- eleven-win yeah. seasons. He did it twice, <coughs> so I was nice. Um, he is in the tougher of the two divisions. Yeah, the East is tough <clears throat> with Ohio State, Michigan State, Michigan. Those it's the tougher division. So nine wins isn't what they want. Uh, like Hankin said, no Saquon Barkley. His offensive coordinator went to Michigan. Uh, went to Michigan State. Went to Miss. Went to Mississippi State. Joe Moorhead. Yeah. So it was a bit of a transition year. Um, we're gonna stay the course though. We're not gonna make any drastic moves, but it's a short stay the course. Get me to ten wins, or we're gonna make some big changes. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Up next. Oh, I mean, it feels like we've been doing this for a while. I know. Only, um, we only got three more. <laughs> we have Purdue. And Jeff Brom, who's 47 years old, he just finished his second season. Uh, six and seven his first year, seven and six his past year. And this past year, they had the sort of transcendental moment against Ohio State where everything went right. Yeah. They were destined to win the game for the sick kid. Everyone sort of rallied around him. It was a great sort of story yeah. until they played Auburn. And then the they sick kid was eight. as sick as he could be and died within the week after they got destroyed uh 60 something to i don't know what the how many points Purdue scored but all that being said is it's a good story and he is part of that story and if i am the author of said story this next chapter is going to be called a payday (laughs) we are extending the contract yeah you know i'm extending his contract as well not because i think 13 and 13 over two years is fucking fantastic but it's Purdue. They haven't had anything to hang their head on since Drew Brees. Uh, and I'm only extending your, the contract because Hive Mind is going to have some school sniffing at his door. Louisville that, was – he was yeah. Louisville's uh, homegrown son. So I'm going to reward him for telling Louisville to go fuck off. Yeah. And he's a four for me. I'm not fooled by Tweeter's curl. <laughs> I'm going to stay the course because I know that this course is destined for a fucking iceberg, and I can't wait for it to hit. They could be the team that I want to rise up. Someone's going to rise up. Someone will. Could be pretty. <laughs> he, might be my, he might be my side side piece mm-hmm. next year. Um, oh, my he's, favorite team. He's mine on a spike. Our next team is Sean's uh, home state's school. His ancestral is Ancestral I, University. State University of New Jersey, Rutgers. I have loved rooting for and following Rutgers. Mm-hmm. Birthplace of college football. Mm-hmm. But man, it's been a rough, it's been a rough uh, 50 years, I want to say. Well, the, the couple, Scarlet Knights. when Siano, Shiano was there, they didn't they win Shiano, 10 or they had uh, Ray Rice there. Mm-hmm. Um, they had Ooh. a quarterback name. <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah, Chris Ash, 45 years old, uh, two, he's been there for three years. If I am being consistent in my outrage with Illinois, then I am also going to fire Chris Ash. Yes, the statistics back oh, up what man. Sean is saying. Over the past three seasons, 
Two out of the three years, they had the lowest scoring offense in Thir- all of Division One football. 13.5. And I get it. They are in the tougher division, but that is inexcusable. And what is even more inexcusable, which lowers his rating from a one to a zero for me, a one, this dude needs to be fired, just poor performance. They are they are on the right direction, but he is one and two against Lovey Smith. <laughs> oh, shit. If if I am throwing a brick Illinois through Illinois punching bag, yeah. If I'm throwing a brick through Lovey's window, I'm also throwing a brick through oh, Rutgers fuck. window, because the only thing that makes sense for Rutgers is they're only paying this guy two point two million dollars, which is a steal in current college football circles. To they have not averaged more than two touchdowns That's per game. Terrible in terrible. his entire time there. That's insane. But we're still throwing a brick through the window. How has he won seven games? You know, you play. Bethune Cookman, yeah, and, sure, you yeah. know whatnot. Hankins, are you th- are you joining us on this getting rid of him or not? I mean, y'all know I love to throw bricks through you do. window. I, it's my favorite. Are you kissing thing. Chris but Ash's ass? You're kissing ass, Chris. Ash? Sentence to say. He's Rutgers. He's it's uh, Rutgers. It doesn't matter if they fire him or it doesn't matter what they do. So just keep doing it. Nothing's going to change. Just unless you tell me this is his contract year. Um, but just roll on. And when his contract's done, go get a new dummy to lose. It's just keep it rolling. That is a tough, tough sell. Save that money, yeah, are, baby. Save you're right. That they money. do get that big 10 money. So it's something Illinois could do if they had any anybody with sort of business acumen leading that program. So yeah, I mean, it is uh, Hankins' point is, is well taken, but I mean, it is. I, I think the the entire college football world was. He's one of the coaches that the the nation was shocked when he was not fired at the end of this year. So rounding up the Big Ten, my perennial side piece favorite team, Wisconsin, who. This year, crowning them every year. This year, they it was supposed to be their you year. You and Hankins had them in the we did playoffs. We did. Um, they were coming off a thirteen and one season, uh, and crashed to eight and five. Um, it just wasn't meant to be this year for whatever reason. The mojo wasn't clicking. They still had their running backs run for over two thousand yards, but their defense was a disaster. They previous year when they went 13 and 1 they were only giving up 13 points a game this year it ballooned up to 10 points higher over 20 to around 23 points a game um last year i extended mr paul chris contract this year we're just going to hold the course this guy is good but based on results on the field i can't in good conscience give him more money or give him an extension yeah, I'm staying on the course with him as well. I am looking forward to if Wisconsin craters uh, in 2019. Um, after someone rises up, of course. <laughs> of course, after somebody rises up. Mm-hmm. Uh, is to making a uh, Christ uh, reference. Um, <laughs> because his name is Paul Christ. Mm. Look, man. Paul Christ <laughs> is a good football coach. 11-1, one, 13-1. I picked him to win the stupid fucking... Conference this year, go to the playoff. You put him in the championship. He spit in my eye. He spit in my eye, and for that, I will spit mm. back. Um, no, I, I do think that one or both of these coordinators have got to go. I think he's in a very similar position to what Saban was a few years ago. That you got to modernize yeah. this offense. Um, you just got to do it. You can't have uh, what was it? What was their quarterback who had like three last names? Put together and sandwiched into one last name, it's like Mooningham. Dewey uh, Smith. Mooningham, yeah, it was essentially that. Um, but you can't depend on 
this running game to carry you through anymore. The game is changing around us as much as I hate it. I hate it, Paul Christ. We offensively, we're of the same mindset. Yeah. Three yards in a cloud of dust. I love it, but that's not going to get it done for you. So just, you know, get some, hire some hot shot, go on fucking Tinder, find you a cutie pie. <laughs> a cream uh, daddy. Who can a cream daddy who wants to throw that rock around or wants to run some wackadoodles. Hey, there's a guy in Auburn who I think would be spectacular oh, as your offensive coordinator. Go get him. Go fucking get him. Or, as Stu Gotts will tell you, go down to hell, get Art Browse. Whatever. <laughs> but you got to you gotta modernize this thing. So it is a two for me. Yeah. Man. So just in synopsis of our Big Ten, there's this has definitely been the conference with the most sort of, we want to see some changes made because... We are all below a three. Yeah. No one wants to stay the course anymore. I was at a, my overall average of the 14 teams was a 2.21. You gave your best rankings. I had three goose eggs. You gave, you threw three bricks today. Yes. Uh, Pat Fitzgerald and Jeff Brom were the only, were your highest rated coaches, yeah. which is insane. Yeah. And Hankins with a 2.64 was the highest of the three of us rated. Oh, Santa Claus over here. Yeah, he didn't really. He only wanted to fire straight up one chances. coach, Mark D'Antoni. A lot of threes from Hankins. Yeah. He gave one four, uh, and that was to uh, Kirk Ferentz. Yeah, the people that I want to throw bricks through the window: Illinois, I give a zero. Hankins gave a three. Mark D'Antonio, I give a zero. He gave a one. Yeah. And then Chris Ash at Rutgers, I give a zero. Hankins gave a three. He, like you said, he's Santa Claus. Santa Claus just doling out those threes. And then you were somewhere in the middle with like a two point five. I do like I do like decimals. Yeah, yeah. Um, Loves a so, decimal. Some change needs to happen in the Big Ten. Um, Someone has Sean got to rise up. Someone will rise up. Someone's going to rise up. I, I, or they're going to be hitting the curb. I think we're we're uh, approaching a year where the SEC had a couple years ago, where you see six, seven new coaches in, mm-hmm. in one off season. I think that we are very close to that. Just you know, you see a couple a couple folks that are going to age out. Um, and uh, a couple folks that are going to get fired. So, um, well, that's it. That's it for the Big Ten. Oof, man. We sh- I shot my load on that Illinois thing. I'm glad we did it first. Me I'm, too. I'm glad there's no A through H's in, yeah. in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's uh, that's that's it for the the Big Ten. Uh, next week we are going to do the Pac-12. I guess save the uh, save the best for last. Um, TTFnetwork.com. If you'd like to support us in a more personal way, you can go to patreon.com slash TTF. Uh, most of all, we're just happy you're listening to us. Uh, tell your friends, rate, review, and subscribe. On Buy a new phone. Buy a, new, buy a second phone, a burner phone. <laughs> a, so you can cheat on your spouse. B, so you can download another podcasting app, the same one that you use on your current phone. Mm-hmm. And then, and then rate, review, and subscribe us there. Uh, episode 109, Throw the Flag. I love you.
Now. 